Epilogue to all those who call him Poppy. This book is really for you. Like the Catholic Church refuted Galileo's proof of heliocentricity, Poppy may also have a hard time believing the universe does not, in fact, revolve around him. If you didn't have the fortitude to read the book and just skip to the end, hoping for the Cliff Notes version, here you go. But just so you know, you are truly missing out on some gems, and you are likely to regret this choice in the future. Poppy Pearls. Number one, vote. Don't be lazy and just do it. Number two, speak up. I spent many moments perfecting my eye roll when I was told, those who don't speak up aren't heard. While it may seem like none of the Adawi grandchildren have any issue voicing their many, many, many opinions, there may come a day where this might be more of a challenge than you think. Number three, get an education. You can contribute much more to the world when you have a better understanding of it and if you have skills to offer. To quote my favorite author, magic carpets do exist, but they are called library cards. Most of you don't know how to read yet, so work on that first and then go use your library card to learn about the world around you. Education is the gateway to opportunity. Then see number four. If number four doesn't pan out, at least you'll be able to make more money than working at McDonald's. Number four, work at something you have passion for. Perhaps the reason we were all focused to eat dinner... Perhaps the reason we were all forced to eat dinner together was so that Poppy could have a captive audience to discuss his workday. Every evening, we heard the same message. One, government workers are lazy. And two, the highlight of his day was walking around the lake with his bestie, Roberto. While Roberto is an extremely smart person, he's not exactly the most exciting person. As Barty will tell you, he is Dilbert in the flesh. Pick a career that offers more excitement than Dilbert. But maybe the real reason he trapped us around the dinner table for over two decades to hear about the inner workings of Corona was because parenting us was his real passion. There's a real possibility that the repetitive diatribes centered around, you can't fix stupid, and the constant reminders that we didn't leave the camps for this had less to do with hearing the sound of his own voice and more to do with spending time with family. The thing in life he is most passionate about. Number five, orange makes you happy. Whether it be a color, lamb, or Costco, find what brings you true joy in life. Then, like Poppy, embrace it and just keep marching to the beat of your own drum. Always, Auntie M. Acknowledgements. Thank you to our mother in her valiant, albeit futile, attempt to keep the circus in check for the past 36 years and for sending us the pictures that accompany these stories. Without her photographic proof, everyone would have thought we made the whole thing up. 
Thank you to the Twin Towers. While your words were not included, you are witnesses to this freak show. We would not have had the opportunity to prepare for all the disgusting messes of motherhood without your years of snot rockets in our shared bathroom. Thank you to Kristen for making sure that we wrote complete sentences and for helping us choose the right words to describe our father. Thank you to the Slytherin and the Bestie. One of you is the voice of reason in this madness, and the other continues to enable Dina Dowie with your chilled Coke Zeros at airport pickup. Thank you to our in-laws for showing us what normal families look like. Thank you to Feruza Dumas for giving us the inspiration to immortalize our father in the written word. We wish we were half as funny as you are. To the next generation, this is less of a thank you and more of a you'll thank us later situation. Someday you will look back and think about how boring your mothers were and thank us for shying away from monochromatic outfits, buying you the correct sports equipment, and not recruiting you to participate in construction projects. You are welcome in advance. About the authors, Ashley Adawi Sucre. Ashley is the oldest of the Adawi tribe. She is a two-time graduate of Brigham Young University. She is married to the bestie, Brian, and has three children, Michael, Zachary, and Grace. She currently resides in Cumming, Georgia, where they do in fact have the internet. Emily Adawi Maxfield. Emily is the caboose of the Adawis. She is a graduate of Brigham Young University and the University of Texas at Austin. She lives with her husband, son, and two cats in New Hill, North Carolina, where she continues to practice her Southern drawl daily. <laughs> <laughs>